0: Hi. Everyone, how are you? Uh, happy Wednesday! Happy Day 66. Um, this is the evening live. How's everyone today? How's everyone's week going? Um, I'm super excited. Tomorrow's tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. Um, we're going to be joined by our mystery chef. Um, if you have not taken the time to enter to win, make sure that you do. Uh, <laughs> the answer. I mean, technically, they're not wrong. Tony will be there, and he will be cooking a <laughs> but it's not Tony. All right, let's get rolling on those questions. Uh, week nine, our higher protein fat revamped week. Um, I just was reading someone's comment in the group. Um I'm sorry because I didn't have time to answer because I was running down here getting ready for the live. Um, but they were concerned because all along um they have not been adding in the heavier carbs. And You know, so I I get that and we we try to do our best to let people know that this is not a low-carb diet. Um, We really only suggest people take out bread and pasta um, because um, they're not real nutrient-rich foods. You definitely don't need them to survive and thrive Um, and they do cause, you know, they cause your body to need a, you know, more insulin than your average carbohydrate tea. Kinds of foods. So, um, you know, there's been all sorts of grains on plan. There's fruits. There's vegetables. We've been talking about quinoa's and rices and potatoes and squashes and those things. Um, and in the winter time, we talked about this. Your body needed those kinds of foods. Your body transitions from summer into fall. Um, you know, when it's summertime and it's hot, your body's not looking to work really hard and pro- pro- process and digest foods. And in the summertime, your body keeps you low energy, like when you're over. Or heated or taxed. So you really don't have much of an appetite. And then when you are hungry, you tend to crave carbs that like fruits that are going to replenish your sugar stores real quick without having to make your body work hard. You don't want to create that heat in your belly from digesting all those foods um, in the summertime. So this is why in the summertime, you bump up your fruits and you decrease any of your heavier carbs. And um, so as we transition from summer into winter, um, that's where you want to you know, like, there's kind of a, a period where people all wake up and like, oh, can i to have potatoes going have this. Um, it's like your body transitions from those warmer months into those, into those cooler months working more like a heater. So in the summer for example works like an air conditioner. You, you crave foods that are kind of cooling like fresh salads and fruits and stuff and in the winter you crave foods that help create internal heat in the body. Um, so it's important to pay attention and be in tune with your body needing those kinds of foods and um, the only place we suggested that you not add them in is in the evening and that's not because you can't have them. That's because there's just, you don't, You probably don't need them then because most people are going to bed. And if you were someone who was like maybe played soccer or hockey or something that into the evening, then maybe you would add carbs at dinner. Um, so the appropriate place was lunch for them. So we kind of get that at this point. Unfortunately, um, I haven't been eating every carb. Like basically people have been following a low carb diet, which this is absolutely not that. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say. People are like, when they come to this week, like, how do I do it? I've always been eliminating, um, you know, my heavier carbs. And funny enough, they always mention that they're struggling with the scale as well. Right. And then that's probably why. And so it's really hard for me to, you know, be like, Oh, don't worry about it. But like, man, you've been just doing the opposite of what we've been trying to do this whole time. Like, I don't know what to say to you. I don't know what to say to those of you who've been, you know, doing super low carb, who've been like purposely restricting, um, calories, people who are been trying to eat less thinking that gets you ahead. Like, I don't know how many more times I can say it, how many different ways I can say it. Um, you know, if, if you're trying to follow a diet, like all those other diets that you did that ultimately didn't work because you're here, it's just not going to work. It's not going to work. So I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I would just go through the motions. It is what it is, you know, um, and I would stop doing weird diet shit that just doesn't really factor into this process. Now, for everybody else who's like, I, you know, not like you have been eliminating, um, you know, a lot of carbs, but maybe, you know, you weren't using grains or oatmeals or whatever. Um, it's in the little nuances. So perhaps for breakfast, maybe you were having, um, I don't know, like oatmeal, and now you can bump that up and go for eggs, or perhaps you weren't making as much effort to make your foods as nutrient rich. So now that's what you can do. Um, you do have your, you know, so your breakfast is breakfast. It's always been high, higher protein. You want to just go as high as protein as possible. Um, So whether or not you're using carbs, not using carbs, it's always been high protein is the focus. And then for uh, your morning snack, it was fruit and fruit on its own. And then this is where now we're combining it with the protein and fat. So that's a little different. And then for lunch, um, vegetables used to be the star of the show because those were you know carbohydrates. Um, And now protein is more the star of the show, but you can still incorporate vegetables. You can still incorporate any like potatoes if you wanted to. um, And of course your healthy fats and leafy grains. And so um, your afternoon snack are down to one. The best way to navigate that is to combine them into one. So take your nut and seed snack and have it with your bed snack. That's the easiest way, but you have lots of options. And then for dinner, you wouldn't really have been utilizing a lot of heavier carbs anyway. Um, So a lot of times people perceive carbs to be breads and pasta. Carbs are also things like fruits and vegetables and, you know, your grains and your heavier, you know, um, veg, like your plantain and your cassava and your, um, you know, potatoes and squashes and those kinds of things. So if you've been following the program properly, then you got absolutely nothing to worry about, right? It's just in the small little nuances and tweaks that will make all the difference. But if you straight up in following a low carb diet, eliminating all the carbs for the sake of eliminating carbs, and if you haven't been eating them, even though you wanted to, to then I don't got I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I'm still do what you need to do, but I'd knock that diet shit off. Like it's just, it's not going to work. It's never going to work. I mean, you'll lose the weight. Yeah. And maybe you'll lose it faster, but it's not really going to help when it comes to maintaining your weight at the end of the day. Um, so, so trust me, if you've been following it, my point is for most of you, if you've been following the program, then the small little tweaks that you are making this week are more than enough. We're already tweaking that morning fruit snack and we're taking the one, the two afternoon snacks down to one. That's already a tweak. That's already a tweak. And then we're switching up the focus at lunch is protein and the focus at dinner is veg. So there's enough tweaks in there, even if you naturally instinctually haven't been using and adding in any extra carbohydrates, you're going to be fine with this tweak. You're going to be fine with this tweak. So I hope that, um, I hope that settles that. I hope that settles that. Hi Trish. Hello. Finally made an evening live. Hi everyone. Hello. Hello. Good evening. Hi Stacey. What a beautiful day in uh, Ontario. Makes me feel alive and happy. Yeah. Tomorrow I hear it's supposed to be like 17 degrees. You're feeling it, right? You're feeling a little looser. You got a little bit more energy. You know, you got a little spring in your step. Um, That's also that spring transition. It's where your body's at in the process, boosts your metabolism. Also you're feeling that spring transition happen. It's super cool. Super cool. Hi Emily. Just happy I could put my kids outside for a bit. So glad to see the sun today. Yes. Yes. I love it. Hi Janice. I wonder if there's a possibility of losing too much weight on this program. Oh, I fucking hate this question because... I fucking hate it. I'm just going to do straight up. It's a great question. I'm going to read the rest of it. But I I so hate this question because don't you see what we're doing here? Don't you see how healthy this is? Don't you see this is just about giving the body what it needs, about being in tune to the body's needs, and about helping the body get rid of this fat that no longer serves a purpose? We're not starving. We're not depriving. We're not doing any of those things. So um, it's a good question to ask, but I just, I fucking hate it. Um, I'm wondering if there's a possibility of losing too much weight on this program. And this is where we go from people like, oh, my God, is this going to work? To like, oh, my God, am I losing too much, you know? Anyway, back to you. Uh, I set a goal of losing 13 pounds uh, below a weight that I can't remember being in 40 years. I'm down nine and I seem to have plateaued, but absolutely thrilled at how healthy, energetic I look and feel. Love that. Okay. Will my weight stop dropping when I have reached the right weight for me? I'm still all in. This is almost sabotage because that I'm just... Do you hear yourself? (laughs) You know what I mean? Do you hear yourself? I set a goal of 13 pounds below a weight I can't remember in 40 years, which is whatever. I'm down nine and seem to have plateaued, but I'm absolutely thrilled with how healthy and energetic I look and I feel, right? But so why are you worrying about losing too much weight right now? Well, let me finish reading and find out. I love this, by the way. Okay, will my weight stop dropping when I have reached the right weight for me? Yeah, that's not something you have to worry about. I'm all in. The food plan was made for me. I could eat, drink like this forever, but you're not going to because we still. you're not going to do weird shit forever. We're gonna phase you off the food plan and you're gonna eat according to your body's needs. Um, I think the real issue is that you guys don't know what that looks like and feels like because our portions have got way out of whack um, along with everything. Um, and, and this is about resetting how your body has come to function physically and mentally. And the reality is the human body doesn't need a lot of food, definitely not the amount of food that we're consuming. For example, um, the average person only needs about a half a pound of cooked meat protein per week. Let me say that again. The body only needs a half a pound of cooked protein per week. But we know people eat a hell of a lot more than that, right? They're like way over consuming. They have it for breakfast. They have it for lunch. They have it for dinner. Like, so the human body does not need a lot of food. It needs the right foods at the right time. And the body's needs naturally change day to day to day. And so, you know, um, I think that's sort of, I think that's what people need to understand, right? So it's not like the portions that you receive in the restaurant are totally fucked up. Like they're so ridiculously huge. Some restaurants I go to legitimately for one meal that I'm getting for myself, I would have made for my entire family. Like that huge portion I would have made for my entire family and divided up into meal plates. You know, um, so it's hard sometimes. It can mess with your head when you see what you are eating in comparison to what other people are eating. But let me get back to your actual question. Um, so many options to explore. Yeah. Once I got past seeing myself as a diet victim. Okay. So you you've got some issues here with with dieting, right? So this is this I'm thinking this is where it stems from. And switch to Victor, there was something to celebrate every day. Ah, oh, freaking love this. Okay. This love this. Okay. So let's talk about the even though I hate that fucking question, I'm still gonna <laughs> answer it. Um, losing too much weight. So we do have we are talking weight loss. So the so your body has systems in play, and this 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 is so tricky because the minute I say you're not going to lose too much weight there are someone who's like ding 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 I'm never going to lose the weight that I that I I knew it I'm never going to lose the weight that I want to lose and that is why I hate this question because when I say no you're not going to lose too much weight your body's going to make sure that you stay healthy other people are going to be like that's it my goal is unrealistic I'm not I'm never going to reach my goal I'm never going to get there my body's not going to let me you know and that that's just like breaks my heart because First of all, the human body is meant to be lean. It's not meant to carry any excess fat more than what it needs. Your body will carry a certain amount for emergency purposes. So if you get stranded on an island somewhere and there's no food, your body will draw on your fat reserves. When you get sick and your body doesn't want you to eat because that just perpetuates things, it's got to shut you down and focus on getting this virus out once you drink lots of water, you won't be all that hungry and your body will draw naturally from your emergency energy reserves. Your, Your emergency energy reserves are there for a reason, but you, you, they wouldn't be visible. So you want to talk about fast storage. There should be no, like you, you shouldn't have rolls. You shouldn't have things. You shouldn't feel uncomfortable in your body. Now I can grab, so look at my stomach. I can grab because I have four kids. If I want to bend down and start being super grabby, I can grab a whole bunch of skin. But if I'm standing here for the most part, Like I'm, you know, I'm super lean and I'm actually super, like, I'm not super fat, but for me, I'm I'm about 130 right now. And I'm usually about 119. That's just my weight fluctuating. I'm getting my period. I'm tired. I'm so fucking dehydrated. Um, you know, so my weight's up a little bit more. Um, so the human body is meant to be quite lean. So, you wouldn't have any visible fat. So, if you're looking at your body and you have visible fat, then you can lose that fat. Because when your body's carrying that extra fat, it's not visible. It's not visible. It's not something like we need to be able to grab it. And then that's the amount our body needs, you know, for, 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 I don't know, saving for a rainy day, whatever it might be. Um, so the body has systems in play, um, like homeostasis. So, this, this is what's really exciting about this conversation. It's all about homeostasis. Homeostasis is your body regulating and putting systems in play. Like for example, your low sodium, those of you who've struggled with low sodium. So it's not necessarily the extra water, right, that, that's causing the low sodium. It can be get, not getting enough salt. But regardless of the reason, your body has a system where if, if your sodium levels get out of whack, your body's gonna respond and you're gonna feel that. So your body has systems in play to, to make sure you stay alive. Like your body's only job in life is to make sure that you stay alive. So this is why, the okay bear with me. This is why when you do those starve yourself, deprive your ass diets, right? It feels like a fight. The more, the closer you get to your goal, the more it feels like it's a fight because your body's literally fighting you. It's like, no, F off. You can't use any more weight of my fat. I need a certain amount. You can't like back off, right? Like you're literally, you're, you're fighting. There's resistance because your body's like, no. But if you starve yourself for long enough, you be able to drop your weight down but you'll only last there a hot second before you have to eat again (laughs) and your body be like holy muck we're starving here let's take everything she eats and store all that energy reserve back plus more to make sure that that never happens again so the same system right that causes you to gain your weight back every single time is the system that your body has in play to make sure that you don't lose too much weight or it's harder like it's hard for you to force your body to burn that fat so there are systems in play it's called homeostasis your body really gets like this is where it kind of like it's it's um it, it 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 adjusts everything to your weight and this is why you started here and your body was used to functioning at that level used to using a certain amount of insulin used to consuming a certain size portions used to you used to regulating your body temperature here used to you know um um giving you so much energy for you to access all of those things and so you lose the weight and then this is why Plateaus are really important because your body's re-establishing homeostasis. It's making your new weight your new norm, and so that is that is like basically what we're constantly putting on repeat, right? So with this process, although we're eating healthy, and someone who doesn't have any weight to lose, well, someone who didn't have a lot of weight to lose or any weight to lose would probably do this program, and if they did have any excess, they their body would probably drop a few pounds. Um, but it's not going to take them to a level where they're unhealthy, um, or it's putting their body in any kind of danger or deficiency or anything like that um so you don't have to worry about losing too much and you also don't need to worry about losing it all if you have a realistic goal like you obviously we have to we have to understand when it comes to dieting this is also why this conversation is so tricky is that some people do take dieting to extremes. They, they really do take dieting to extremes. Right. And, but I, I can't deal with that because right now I have to assume that we're not, you guys are not dealing in extremes. And so i although for example, Janice, you talk about, you know, you, you set a goal of 13 pounds below a weight that you can't remember being in 40 years, but that doesn't mean that it's not possible for you because you could go to a, like, so a general rule with your weight is uh, the least weight that you weighed after the age of 21 one that you're able to easily maintain that's a more than realistic goal now some people are like oh my god I like smoked cigarettes and did drugs and I you know didn't eat I wasn't healthy or you know um you, you know it's not about that you can take your weight back down to that and be a healthy vert be healthier than you ever have like a lot of women really worried they're gonna look like gaunt and like they starve themselves to lose weight well yeah if you fucking starve yourself to lose weight guess what you're gonna look like like you starved yourself to lose weight but with this process look at what you're saying I I feel healthy, I feel energetic, right? So you're just gonna be a healthy and energetic version of what you looked like 40 years ago, right? Um, or if you have ne- if you've always had a weight issue and you've never even like like can't remember ever being like you know slim or you know whatever your your ideal go- goal is there's no reason why you can't reach it just because you you've never seen it before I mean at some point obviously as you were growing you've seen it but you know so we're talking about we're, we're not talking about losing weight in the way that people do when they starve and they deprive and like ketosis for example like keto is all about restricting carbohydrates, nutrient-rich fuel for our body that it needs to function properly. 40% of your diet should come from your carbohydrates, 30% your protein, 30% fat. But with keto, people are restricting your energy foods, which means you don't have the glycogen stores. You don't have the carbs that are breaking down into glycogen. So your body has no choice but to use your fat for fuel. Every day, even with this process, you are detoxing and releasing fat when you pee, when you poo, when you breathe and sweat, you're also burning it as well. I don't talk a lot about that because I don't want to confuse people with it, but your body's naturally dipping into your fat reserves um, and using part of that for fuel, not in the way that when you force your body to use it strictly for fuel. Right now, your body's still using carbohydrates and, you know, fats are factoring in. And I wrote about this in that fats post, right? And this is why if you're someone who is measuring ketones, when the scale is moving for you, you're going to, you might, you might see ketones in, in your test results. Um, but you're not going to get those in between. You're only going to get them when the body is detoxing that fat out. Right. So, so this is why you see why I hate this question. <laughs> uh, it's a good one. It's such a good one, but at the same time, um, you know, it's tricky. So no one is ever going, no one is going to lose so much weight that it's unhealthy or any of those things, but you absolutely can take your body down to be quite lean um, and only you at the end of the day will, you will know when you get there and to my point let me talk about this when you are following the program you are super hyper focused on seeing that scale every single day when you are lost your weight when you hit that number you want to hit and you've lost your weight I hope you throw away those scales and never get on them again because what's going to happen is you'll never see that weight like my true weight is one nineteen. And I'm thinking right now, I'm sitting around probably 127, 128. The other day I was like, I could feel it. I was just so bloated and gross, feeling so gross, just not totally dehydrated. Just getting my period. My, my hormones are off. I'm hitting that menopause stage phase of my life. Um, but anyway, um, you'll ne- you're never going to see your low low and, and you don't want to try to see it. You just like my weight is 119. When do I ever see that? When I'm super hyper focused on drinking my water, you know, making sure my foods are super clean, but that's no way to live. That's no way to live, living in a hyper-focused way to try to keep my scale at a low number. I No, I just go with the flow with my fluctuations, which is normal. And your weight is going to fluctuate no matter what you friggin' do. So you can hit 125. Chances are you're going to sit around 130, maybe 135, but you know, and and, then fluctuate up and down from there. So every day, constantly fixating on a scale to hit a certain number, the reality is once you hit that number, you know, and we don't want you to live a hyper-focused life. We want you to just wake up, look good, feel good, go about your day and be mindful about the choices that you're making and feeling confident and comfortable in your body. But you can take that weight down low, 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 low. Chances are you're never really going to see that. You're never really going to see that. So hopefully that answers your question. So even that you're, and I think with this process too, because you're constantly losing weight in such a healthy way, we do have this conversation of how do you know when you're done? And this might be more your conversation. This might be more your ask. If you're already feeling energetic and you're feeling amazing and you're feeling so good in your skin, remember. 10 pounds on this program can equal 20 pounds on another program. So you could be like feeling right better than you did and looking better than you did back then at that weight. So it could be that you're getting to a weight where you're like, you know what, like you can keep going on this. All you're going to do is lose the weight if you have it to lose or you're going to help level up your health and wellness. So, so let's break it down like maintenance, right? So say you lose your weight and then you're like, I'm, I'm good. I love this weight for me, but I want to put in maintenance. So I'm going to sign up for the spring summer group and I'm going to do it for maintenance. This is how we, this is how we kind of, this is the, this is the thought, thought process behind that. So you started with this body and it functioned at this level, right? You, you had all your issues and all the things that you're working through and stuff like that. So you'd go through the program the first time and you know, you navigate your way through and along the way your, your body addresses all the, the, the things it needs to address, whatever. And when you're done the program, you're like functioning here. Like you're more in tune. You got better energy. Your metabolism is boosted, but three months ain't nothing. Three months ain't nothing in your whole lifespan, right? Like it's it's, three months is nothing. It's freaking amazing what we can do in the three months, but it's really just a blip in your life. So you landed here. So then when you start the next program, you're starting from here. You're no longer starting here. Now you're starting the spring summer group with your body functioning on this level, being in tune with your body in this level, right? So then when you do the program again, even if you don't have any weight to lose, you're just going to run through the gamut of your body being able to level up on all the things it still needs to focus on, repair and rebuild, regenerate, rejuvenate, rewire, week through all your issues and associations you still have because three months ain't nothing. It's pretty amazing what you can do in three months, but there's still, there's a lifetime of work of being in tune with your body, a lifetime of work of being mindful, a lifetime, you know, working through your past life of all your diet shit. Like some of you got some serious PTSD from all, like, like you, Janice. God, I love this so much. Um, you know, I once passed seeing myself as a diet victim, right? The fact that you're recognizing that already in a short period of time is so fucking huge, but it might take people a couple groups even to get to that place to recognize. So each time you run yourself through the program, it's an opportunity for the body to level up. Um, but it's not necessarily going to translate into losing too much weight for yourself. So anyone who doesn't have weight to lose who wants to do the program doesn't have to worry about losing as much. So for example, if you did need to lose, this is where you're maxing out your water, you're maximizing all the things, you're in the relentless pursuit of getting and keeping that scale moving. When you're following along and just for the sake of solidifying your weight, you don't have to be as hardcore. You're just drinking enough water to be hydrated, you know making your food choices, <laughs> you know that kind of thing. Um so a great opportunity the body is always repairing and rebuilding and leveling up. Um but when it comes to weight loss you know it will settle on uh, you know it's like if you hit a low number Right? And you're like, I think I'm done. Then you want to go put yourself into maintenance, put time into maintaining that, making that your new norm. And then unless you're doing some hardcore push, like being relentless in your pursuit and doing all those things to get the scale to move more, chances are you'll just sit where you're at. Now, the body though, it doesn't listen to you. <laughs> the body will not listen to you and your brain and all the numbers you have in the head and where you want to be. The body is going to do what it thinks is the healthiest thing for you. So so you may drop another few pounds right while you're focusing on the scale and doing all the things not focusing on the scale, but doing all the things you might see your weight drop a little bit a couple pounds but it's not going to drop you in any kind of danger zone or anything like that um, and again once you stop hyper focusing on that scale chances are you're gonna sit about five pounds above it I know that was a lot you guys that was my first question and I spent a lot of time talking about that but I think th- I think it's such an important conversation because it's gonna get asked a million times so I hope that gave you guys some insight. Or or you've all just logged off and you're bored. I don't really know. Let me see if I can get to some other questions. Um, that's such a great one, Janice. What a great what a great way to kick off the night. That's a good question um and i'm also so happy for you too but that might be it maybe you just maybe you feel great where you're, where you're at you know so you don't have to be so hardcore you can kind of like you know ease. see see, or you can be like all into the end let's see what you got see what you can do um but definitely um don't have to worry about uh losing too much on this program i could have just said no you don't have to but nah, that's not me that's not me it's such an important question it's such an important question even though i fucking hate it <laughs> hi Jennifer slept like absolute balls last night and woke up so pissy yeah I hear you not even seeing my lowest I lo- not e- not even seeing my lowest low made me feel good took me until noon to break out of my funk plus missed the morning live due to back to back meetings choosing to have a nice bag big glass of wine and catching your live tonight deep breaths right deep breaths deep breaths so let's talk about this let's talk about this <laughs> Good questions today. Let's talk about that. Um, you know, the, the funk that you're feeling is not festering and funk that we're talking about before. This is different. I think what's happening to you now is become. We become so in tune to our bodies, is that we're really in tune, and so we're having a good day. We're woo. We're having a good day. But when we're having an off day, ah, we're having an off day. Like the communication is strong. The communication is strong, and your body is going to let you know that something is off. Um, you know, you probably need a. Nap you probably need a break you're probably overtaxed you're probably stressed probably got a lot going on you're probably juggling a million balls at the same time who knows right or who knows what it might be who knows what it may be but it's because you're so in tune it's it's really exciting because your body is letting you know ah something is off with me today and so you your job is to receive the message ah I'm a little off today, and it's not to say I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine, and it's not to say it's not to ignore it. It's to recognize. Ah, I don't feel so hot today. I'm not. It's not my best day. So manage accordingly. Give yourself some grace. You know, find some downtime for yourself. Like take action on the messages that you're receiving. A lot of time, people are just like, "What's wrong with me? Oh my God, what's 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 wrong with me? Like that's it. This the whole time. Oh my God, what's wrong with me? Well, there's something clearly. So honor that. You know. So whether it be a Glass of wine or whatever that might be, right? Right, but it's because you're so in tune that these are exagger not exaggerated, um, but you feel things more because you're you're in tune, and it's really cool because it, it puts you like it puts you in tune across the board with everything. What works for you in life, what doesn't work for you, people in your life that work for you, relationships that work for you don't work for you, your job that works for you don't work for you. You know, it gives you great insight. And being in tune with yourself and keeping your energy directed at yourself, you kind of have to deal with yourself you know you kind of have to deal with yourself um but it's also pretty cool because you're so in tune you also have the wherewithal to recognize like okay I'm struggling here I own that but let me kind of turn that vibe around let me like do something to help with myself or put me in a better mindset you know write a couple things down that you're grateful for you know like switch your thoughts you have the ability at this point to recognize when you have that negative negative self-talk about your day or your job or your spouse is the same negative self-talk that comes with your foods and your whatever it's our brains are really wired negatively. So um, if you're noticing that, then this is where you can change your thoughts. Or sometimes like, like, like your glass of wine, I just shut her down. And I'm just like, stop my thoughts. Because I don't, I don't, I'm just tired. And I just, the thoughts are going and I just want to just be done with them. Not necessarily even take the time and energy to turn them around. I just need a break from them. So that is probably the wine. You sit down, happy place, you drink your wine, you know, you're not thinking about your thoughts, which is a way. It is a way of managing. Right? Oh, so good. So good. So you're in tune. That's why you're feeling you feel so hard, which is uh, not fun, but at the same time, it's effective. It's effective. It's effective. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Gina. Hi, everyone. This is my first live, and I've been able to attend a live. Hello. Welcome. I'm enjoying the podcast, uh, though. Thank you. Loving the program so far. So impressed with it. You have an awesome team. So many amazing benefits. Some of my family members or friends are signing up for the next one. Ah, well, that's a vibe. I love that I'm, I think it's pretty cool if you're here now you've kind of worked through a lot of this stuff and you're so I'm like oh this process of work this is pretty cool this is like ah this is good you know um, we love hearing that it never gets tiring Um, you know it how it, it feels good to feel good and it's always so great when it's such a vibe and people are feeling so good right that's ah, so good I love that Um, I love it Um, let's talk about family and family members signing up um, our honest to God our memberships are like flying off the shelves if we had them on shelves which we don't because we are an online program and it seems like the appropriate thing to say. Um, if you do know people who are interested, tell them to sign up sooner rather than late. I know I always say this, but every single time we always sell out. Sometimes earlier than the program starts, sometimes when the program starts, but we always seem to sell out. Um, and we're, that's all because of you guys straight up. That's just because you guys, spread the word and you tell everyone you know um, and that's because of you guys and we hate when people miss out because um, we do we get thousands of emails after we start and people you know they find out how great it is and they want to do it and it's just like ah um, but you know the you see what we do here it's a lot and this although it's normal for people to be working on their own stages and phases at this point because they take a big haze or they get sick or whatever you can see how it's important that we move forward as a group right um, and this is sort of where like that's 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 the reason why once we get started we don't add anyone else to the mix. So tell people to get it signed up sooner rather than later. And this is more important. Make sure you get yourself signed up. I can't believe it or not. I cannot tell you how many times people forget to sign themselves up. Like they literally sign up all of their friends and family and they forget to sign up for themselves. So make sure you do that. Um, people are asking about the book. People can. I know people are super excited about joining the spring group, but we have a whole new PDF booklet coming out. It'll be out about the week before. As you guys know, we give you the whole week to kind of get things sorted. Um, but you know, there's nothing people need to to do to get started I know all people I know want to know what to get started but over on our website um, if you want to send people there we have we've broken it down we made it so transparent I promise you you do not have to scroll through a million things or even give us your email you do not need to give us your email to find out all the information that you need about the program so that is a great place to send them the programs page and then also remind them there's a bunch of FAQs at the bottom like do you need to exercise and is it keto no it's not and do you need to do that right and then you may not know this but there's a whole food section there's a whole food section uh, on our on our on our website as well that sh- showcases the kinds of foods on plan so that website is a really good resource if people are looking for uh, information like I said it, it's a it's a website I think you can feel really good about um, you know because weight loss is a hard thing to like share with people and you know you want to feel people like they're getting roped into something or duped or like you know no you don't want shady fucking shit um, and that's why we've really gone out of our way to make our website completely transparent parent and a website that you can feel good about sending people to because there's actual information for there and then if they want to send in questions um they can always do that as well um all right let's see if we can hi Jackie rather than adjusting my portions because I was so full yesterday I listened to Gina and made an even bigger point to ask the four questions game changer okay I love that I love that you came on here and said that um today I was not over full like yesterday so my takeaway listen to Gina (laughs) yeah it seems like such a pompous thing to say but but honestly like honestly because I, I I definitely don't know it all and I'm definitely learning every day especially how to communicate and educate and 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 you know all of that and and um, you know, make sure that people are getting the most out of it so I far from I far from know everything but when it actually comes to weight loss I I've done this for thirty thirty two 32 years and seven months I actually I <laughs> i was recording a podcast i'm going to start some podcasts i'm way in with gina where i'm talking about certain topics and i was telling my story so i'm going to get a podcast up that actually tells my story because i really i never talk about it but um where was the notes anyway i can't these are some of my notes i think um i can't find them now oh here it is but i you know i was starting to tell my story and i'm like oh i've been helping people this way for 20 25 years 30 i was like Fuck, i gotta fucking find out I'm like <laughs> <laughs> the story changes every year because like I keep getting older so legitimately as a job um, I have been helping people lose weight since 1989 which is 32 years and technically seven months um, legit like is in a paid situation where it was my you know my job or you know later on my career um, 32 years and seven months and I have helped thousands I've had over 70,000 people run through this program um, that's only been started in the last couple of years Um we have and we have statistics like out of the 4,000 people that filled out our last survey for example only 4,000 out of 15,000 only 4,000 people filled it out thank you to each and every one and at the end of this program you're going to be able to fill out a survey and please do because we really learned so much about the things that you guys need and the things that we can tweak to to, to, to do better to do better we want to hear the good the bad the ugly from you and you'll get a chance to win some prize packs by filling it out but of the 4,000 people that that went through um, the program you did the sorry who did the survey There was a combined total of over a hundred thousand pounds lost, with four thousand people. A combined hundred thousand pounds lost. My God! So my point is, is I've been helping people for uh, thirty-two years and seven months <laughs> Wait, it's a lot of people and I've learned a lot working hands-on it's with I worked on hand. I worked with corporations I worked with sports teams I worked with celebrities I've worked with one-on-one people um, you know just regular people and um, thousands of them and I've got to be really good at knowing what works in the diet industry and what doesn't and that's the thing I've been around long enough like for the evolution of all the diets and I haven't just been like outside I have been actively like full time as my career life job. Helping people lose weight. So it's not like a, it wasn't like a, it's not a side, even though I w- was in television, but even when I was in television, I was helping people lose weight. So it has been my career for 30 years. So if there is one thing that I am very knowledgeable in and very good at, it is weight loss. It was weight loss. So my point is, and this is why a lot of people say, and we are not into blind faith at all. And this is why we started up Science Saturdays. is we're trying to make, help people understand the science behind what we are doing here. There is a rhyme and a reason to everything that we do. Although I do generalize a lot. And I would never ask for blind faith. Like I, I never would ask for blind faith. And so the issue that I have when people, when they come in and they want to question it and not like, what do I need to do? But question the validity of it. To me, you have to understand, like I've got 20,000 people signed up for a group. Now is not, now when we're starting the group is not the time to question the validity of the group. I'm not here to convince you to do it. You should have asked those questions before you got in, you know? And now that you're here, I, I like now that pe- like I'm expecting people to research and ask the questions before they sign up, right? And so once you've signed up, I'm assuming that you want to follow my program. And we definitely want you to ask questions about it. But at the end of the day, because this is appropriate time to, to use that, you know, you are here. Most people are here because they want the same kind of results that people get when following this program. But guess what? Guess what they did to get those results? They followed the program. You know what I mean? So I would never ask for a blind faith. But you you can you can pretty have you can have good faith that I do my point and I think that you guys want me to be confident you know like I don't want to come across overly confident but I kind of want to do I do because I think you guys need me to be confident like if I was following someone I'd want them to know what they're talking about and that's why I'm letting you know. That's why I'm letting you know. Um, everything is for a rhyme and a reason. Like literally every single thing in this program is for a rhyme and a reason. Sometimes people come along like, why is this? Why is that? And there's a rhyme and a reason to it. Everything is for a rhyme and a reason, right? which we, of course, don't mind explaining. Uh, would you call this a non-scale victory? Hi, Elizabeth. I finally cleaned up my bookcase and purged all my diet cookbooks, the WW, the GI diet, the paleo diet, the Dr. Oz, the Dr. Phil, the Eat Right for Your Blood Type, and many more. I donated them all, and I feel amazingly free. Ah, I love that. I love that. Just find yourself some people who cook some amazing food. You don't need a diet cookbook. That's the thing that's so crazy. Oh, I almost gave away our chef. Ah! I'm so excited about tomorrow. Ah, I almost gave away our shop. I almost gave away our shop. There's a lot of amazing. I, I, yeah and yeah and this chef is doing the program just so you know this is a chef who is doing the program so they know all about the program but my point is you can take any of the chefs that you love and I'm sure outside of anything that has bread and pasta attached to it it would work totally fine on program and plan It works totally fine on program and plans you do not need a diet cookbook although we probably will put out some weight loss by Gina cookbook <laughs> and such but that's just to give people ideas of what to eat but they there won't be any counting in it or, you know, measuring except for your ingredients. I'm not talking calorie wise or anything like that. You don't need a diet cookbook. You know, you just need a really awesome cookbook. That's all. So I love this for you. I love that for you. That's, that's a massive non-scale victory. I would say that's a massive non-scale victory. Hi, Michelle. It took me this long to set daily reminders to take my MCT oil and guess what happened today? I got in all three doses. There you go. Um, you guys are, don't, you guys are, seriously juggling a lot of balls if you drop the ball on taking you know mct oil every now and then don't be too hard on yourself don't be too hard on yourself um that you know that is one of the things that's so great about the app you can set reminders we are um you guys are asking for a place to add in supplements we're working on that you're looking for menstrual trackers we're working on that right we're working on it having all of the things eventually you'll be able to, to use your app for that um non-scale victory cauliflower rice is the bomb yeah it's pretty good right it's pretty good also cauliflower uh mashed potatoes those are pretty good too but they're not potatoes they're cauliflower mash um just made a stir fry added almonds had the leftover barbecue chicken cauliflower rice for the first time loved it and no bloating yeah. There you go. No bloating. Love that. I love that you picked up on that. So today we talked about, um, revisiting the concept of journaling and not even to track your food or your watering those things, honestly, but to start paying attention to how your body is responding to some of the foods that you are eating. Um, because what can happen is you can start to notice some food, uh, food sensitivities pop up. Like if you notice the fact that you don't get, and get bloated after you ate, but then if you do just eat something else and you get bloated after that, you could have a bit of a sensitivity to it. Not that you have to take that food out or you can't ever have it again but this is where you might want to be like oh I am sensitive to a few things maybe I can add in some digestive bitters maybe a probiotic if you haven't been taking or prebiotic strengthen that digestive system or you know take it out for a bit until your digestive system does functioning a little bit better and then you can try adding it back in um but this is that's a, that's a, that's a great point the fact that you're picking up on that right that you're picking up on that just back from a nice walk hi Cindy with hubby and our pup so nice to get out again after our dinner walk yeah I've, I've got to start doing that Tony and I were such a good rhythm we have like this small tiny dog it's not an excuse but it's either just been too cold or just too much snow or do whatever so we got to get back on that tip got to get back hello hi Lily first time commenting on a live I'm a self-proclaimed candy whore okay Monday night I came Caved uh, into my craving and ate about 20 or so licorice all sorts. I decided to enjoy them as Gina Livy stated. Love that. Okay. And I did until about 1:30 when I found myself in the bathroom throwing them up. My brain said, glad your mouth liked it, but my vessel did not. Yeah. And that might seem a little extreme to people, but that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, And I think this is why, first of all, this is why it's not all about being perfect because I think sometimes we fantasize about foods and we, if we don't indulge in them, we don't really come to recognize how they really affect us. And, and I, I'm not a food, like I'm not a food extremist. I don't like, I don't like food, like I don't like food like you know some people are, are like i don't like to say things like extreme fearful things about food you can eat anything um you know you just have to be mindful about how it affects you when you do eat it and so a couple things are happening And this is where people will say, well, you know, doing this program made me more sensitive or created a food sensitivity to my candy. Well, (laughs) no, it didn't, but it did make you really more in tune with your body. So it's letting you know that you don't feel well. Whereas when you ate that before, you always felt like that, but probably generally you felt an overall sense of, ugh, like you, you didn't know what it felt like to feel good. So there was no reference for feeling good. So you just know you felt not great, you know, which is probably just like not, not great right and then what happens is that if you're disconnected from your body your body's not communicating with you it's not letting you know that what you just ate does not work for its system it's just like what's the fucking point of telling her she ain't listening just give her the belly call it a day you know, like, cause you're not listening. So your body's completely not communicating with you, right? So you it didn't have as much of an impact, but now you are listening, your body is talking and you have a reference for feeling good. So in contrast to that, you know what it feels like to not feel good, which is actually really cool. And this, this, this is oh, what I fucking love this conversation tonight. All these conversations are so great. This is also what is going to help you when it comes to maintaining your weight. Um, this is like, now, you know, when you have the licorice, it just didn't ever make you feel good. And you may have it another couple of times. You may have it another couple of times. But you're gonna to get to a point where you're gonna be like, this is just not working for me. Like are you recognize like this is just not it. This is not this doesn't really I don't want that. It makes my belly feel upset. It just doesn't work for me anymore. You know, so a couple of things. Um if you if you crave if you're into candy. You gotta make sure your water's up, up to speed because whenever you're dehydrated, the body's first brain's first go to is gonna be high sugar, high, high water content foods, which are fruits that are sweet. And you're gonna immediately think, I candy right so you got to make sure extra sure that you are keeping your water levels up to speed so that's the first thing i would check for you um is because this is a this is a want this is a your brainy want over your body need right which you know this um so you want to make sure you are addressing the physical needs so make sure you are drinking enough water so that you're not running a risk of of being dehydrated and having those you know cravings Um, and then making sure um, that you are um, getting enough good fat in your diet maybe you want to add in an omega-3 because that can kind of offset your sugar cravings as well but making sure you're adding enough good fat into your diet Um, so yeah so just make sure you're addressing the physical needs and then you know I love what you I'm not even worried about you because you you learn that and it's gonna happen every time you indulge in that candy chances are you're not gonna feel great and then when you're paying attention you're gonna realize that you're gonna make that connection. And guess what's going to happen? That all of a sudden that candy is not going to be appealing to you anymore because you're not going to have right now your association with candy is yummy, fun, love it. It's my jam. woo And eventually your connection is going to be like, oh my God, bellyache. No, thank you. Uh Uh-uh, pass, you know, but you have to, but this is why the fact that you indulge in that is so great because you're never going to make that connection otherwise, right? Like at some point, even if you've been trucking along doing all the things, at some point, whether you're maintaining or after you're done maintaining, you're going to have those things. You're going to get the (laughs) bellyache. You're going to be like, oh shit, that didn't make me feel good. You know, mind you, it'll be after you've done losing, right? And you'll be able to get back on track. So it won't feel as impactful because you won't feel the guilt or it's, setting you back or any of those things which you shouldn't feel anyway Um, so I love that you did this and I love your takeaway from it I love that you did that I love your takeaway from it you guys I got a jet I know that I didn't get to um I know that I didn't get to uh answering a lot of your questions (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> tonight but I feel like it was pretty uh, wow it's 10 to 8 I, th- I think it was a pretty informative conversation at least I hope so at least on my end I'm loving the questions today um, if you want an answer to your question that you posted um, make sure you pop it over the question of the day page and the team is for sure gonna answer it there because we don't back around after that um, and have an amazing rest of your night I'm excited I don't know how I'm gonna sleep excited for tomorrow um, st. Patrick's Day it was always fun um, but I'm looking forward to tomorrow and I'm really excited with where you guys are at it's a good place I've been seeing your food posts all week you guys guys are tagging me on instagram all your nutrient rich meals and snacks Ah! i love it i love it i love it have an amazing night everyone i'll see you tomorrow bye